Welcome to your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's get started with a look at that weather command forecast. Rest of today, cooler, cloudy. Chance of rain in the afternoon, highs 52-55. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of rain 50%. Tonight, colder. Rain in the evening, then rain likely after midnight. Lows 30 to 35. Northeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of rain 80%. Saturday, cooler. Rain and snow in the morning, then rain in the afternoon. Little or no snow accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Northeast winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 90%. Saturday night, rain and snow. Lows around 25. North winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 90%. Sunday, windy, cloudy. Rain and snow likely in the morning. Then chance of rain and snow in the afternoon. Highs 35 to 40. North winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 70%. Sunday night, mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. Monday, not as cool. Partly cloudy. Highs 45 to 50. Monday night, mostly cloudy. Lows around 30. Tuesday and Tuesday night. Partly cloudy, highs around 50, lows around 25. Wednesday and Wednesday night, mostly cloudy, with a 20% chance of rain and snow. Highs 45 to 50, lows around 25. Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs around 45. Coming up on Montana at Noon, the Hill County Commissioners met for their weekly meeting on Thursday. And this week, a Billings man admitted to trafficking drugs after he broke into the Drug Enforcement Administration's building to see if agents had found the 10 pounds of meth hidden in his truck. Let's take a look at some news. The Hill County Commissioners met for their weekly meeting on Thursday. The Green Light for Veterans Resolution was read and approved. The resolution is in recognition and honor of the veterans in Hill County. Through November 11th, the residents of Hill County are encouraged to display green lights in their homes and businesses. Ongoing work, Beaver Creek Dam Spillway Improvements was presented. Beginning October 24th, work will begin to repair damaged valves and install piezometers with a completion date of October 31st. DNRC will also be installing measuring devices both for inflow and outflow readings, along with a device to measure the water levels in the lake. Other discussions included the deadlines for minimum allocation grants applications, which is November 1st, 2022. The Treasurer's Office and the Commission will meet to review the processes before the November 1st deadline and follow up with both Great West Engineering and Bear Pond Development to ensure compliance with the process. An air tour management plan of Glacier National Park has been conducted by the National Park Service and the Federal Aviation Administration in September with the intent to establish natural and cultural park resource protection, preserving the character of the wilderness and considering visitor experience. Over the years, commercial air tours of the park have taken place, often with no operational parameters defined. The management plan will provide education and oversight to help protect resources. Under the plan, existing air tour operators may perform up to 144 tours each year with a defined route and at a specific altitude. The plan also has a provision in place to ease out commercial air tours via attrition with a final phase out of the tours by December 31st, 2029. Tribal consideration was also given in the plan with the agencies working with Native American tribes adjacent to the park that attach cultural and historical significance to the park. The Fort Belknap Indian community and the Chippewa Cree on the Rocky Boys Reservation were among the tribes consulted. Further details on air tour management plans can be found on the web at nps.gov.
This week, the Transportation Security Administration announced a new cybersecurity directive regulating designated passenger and freight railroad carriers. Building on the TSA's work to strengthen defenses in other transportation modes, this security directive will further enhance cybersecurity preparedness and resilience for the nation's railroad operations. Passenger and railroad carriers are required to 1. Establish and execute a TSA-approved cybersecurity implementation plan that describes the specific cybersecurity measures that passenger and freight rail carriers are utilizing to attach the security outcomes set forth in the security outcomes set forth in the security directive. Two, establish a cybersecurity assessment program to proactively test and regularly audit the effectiveness of cybersecurity measures and identify and resolve vulnerabilities within devices, networks, and systems. The United States Department of Agriculture's Agricultural Marketing Service awarded 185 grant projects this week to expand and strengthen local and regional food systems and increase the availability of locally grown agricultural products. LFPP grants support local and regional food business enterprises that engage in intermediaries in indirect producer-to-consumer marketing. The awarded projects focus on activities such as supporting the processing, aggregation, distribution, and storage of local and regional food products, developing value-added products, and facilitating regional food chain coordination. Montana recipients of these LFPP grants are the Lake County Community Development Corporation, $491,701.55, Livingston Food Resource Center, $300,000, Alpa Mountain Inc. in Bozeman, $500,000. Old Salt Co-op LLC in Helena, $422,180. Yellowstone Valley Food Hub, $159,387. And Daniel's Gourmet Meats Incorporated in Bozeman, $95,450. U.S. Attorney Jesse Laslovich said this week that a Billings man who admitted to trafficking drugs after he broke in to the Drug Enforcement Administration's building to see if agents had found the 10 pounds of meth hidden in his truck was sentenced this week to five years in prison to be followed by five years of supervised release. Anthony Jacob Johnson, 43, pleaded guilty in April to possession with intent to distribute meth. In court documents, the government alleged that in January 2021, an investigation into methamphetamine led to Johnson as a source of supply. Agents determined that Johnson traveled to Colorado in March and again in April of 2021. Upon Johnson's return to Montana, a Montana Highway Patrol trooper conducted a traffic stop of Johnson's vehicle. Agents executed a search warrant on the vehicle and located 10 vacuum-sealed bricks of meth. The bricks totaled approximately 10.39 pounds of meth, which is the equivalent of about 37,653 doses. In the early morning, the DEA discovered a large hole in a garage door at its facility. Evidence showed that Johnson had gone to the facility the night before, cut a large hole in the garage, and entered his seized vehicle while it was in DEA's custody. Hoping agents had not located the meth, Johnson admitted he distributed approximately 8 pounds to 100 pounds of meth in the community over five months. Here are today's wheat prices. 
For Hill County, winter wheat is selling for $8.86 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.69 per bushel. For Blaine County, winter wheat is selling for $8.76 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.64 per bushel. In Liberty County, winter wheat is selling for $8.91 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.69 per bushel. In Shoto County, winter wheat is selling for $8.86 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.69 per bushel. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is selling for $8.71 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $8.59 per bushel. Let's take a look at funeral notices. Lynn Melby, 63, passed away due to natural causes at her residence on Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 2 p.m. on Saturday, October 22nd, 2022. At First Lutheran Church, please visit Lynn's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for her family at www.hollandbonine.com. Martha F. Chambers, 89, passed away due to natural causes on Tuesday, October 18th, 2022 at Northern Montana Care Center. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be held at 11 a.m. on Saturday, October 29th, 2022 at Emmanuel Baptist Church with Pastor Chris Richards officiating. Private family interment will take place at a later date. Martha's family has suggested memorial donations be made in her memory to a Emmanuel Baptist Church, the Highline Pregnancy and Resource Center, or a charity of the donor's choice. Please visit Martha's online memorial page to send a card or leave a message of condolence for her family at www.hollandbonine.com. Now, let's get a final recap of that weather command forecast. Rest of today, cooler, cloudy. Chance of rain in the afternoon, highs 50 to 55. Northwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of rain 50%. Tonight, colder. Rain in the evening, then rain likely after midnight. Lows 30 to 35. Northeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour. Chance of rain 80%. Saturday, cooler. Rain and snow in the morning, then rain in the afternoon. Little or no snow accumulation. Highs 40 to 45. Northeast winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 90%. Saturday night, rain and snow. Lows around 25. North winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 90%. Sunday, windy, cloudy. Rain and snow likely in the morning. Then chance of rain and snow in the afternoon. Highs 35 to 40. North winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation 70%. Sunday night, mostly cloudy. Lows 20 to 25. Monday, not as cool. Partly cloudy. Highs 45 to 50. Monday night, mostly cloudy. Lows around 30. Tuesday and Tuesday night. Partly cloudy, highs around 50, lows around 25. Wednesday and Wednesday night, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of rain and snow. Highs 45 to 50, lows around 25. Thursday, mostly cloudy, highs around 45. And that wraps up your Friday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Eric Gray. Thanks for listening. And remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your Friday, and I'll see you here next time for Montana at Noon.